0: There's a mystery to untangle Using comedy as
1: our angle We'll reveal the quest of a special guest With a little jest in we'll be demystifying the expert
0: Using laughter as our guide Demystifying the expert Till our questions have been satisfied And the expert has been well demystified So we are live from Harrisonburg TDU, I'm Klebert, I blow bubbles for a living, believe it or not, that's true. And we have now our panel of comedians for tonight, I'm going to invite each one of them, they are from the locally and organically grown, new and improved. The first one is Ethan, say hello to Ethan, Uh, give it a hand to him. Ethan is a Junior's Mad DVC major, a keen film critic. Make sure to ask this boy with a heart of pure gold about his opinion on a new film before you spend 20 bucks on the movie theaters. He must might save you from the great peril of wasting your hard earned coins. All right, Eaton.
1: That is so nice, who wrote that?
0: <laughs> All right, next one is Carolyn, a sophomore in theater major, yay. So Carolyn, as I said, is a sophomore theater major. Make sure to give her a ring if you would like to change um, up your hair color or want any fashion advice. She's energetic and fierce and, I warn you, never underestimate her. All right, Carolyn, for you. The next and third one is Noah. Noah, come to stage. Noah is a junior ISAP major and can usually be seen riding on his one wheel, camera in hand. So if you need to find him, don't worry, he's hard to miss.
2: Is that right? Yeah, that's factual.
0: Okay. If you need headshots, go to Noah. If you need music recommendations, go to Noah. If you are running short on firm facts, definitely go to Noah. All right. So I hand to Noah and our panel of comedians. And of course, we have our mystery scientist of the night. Today we are very grateful to have with us Professor Kendra Weaver. (laughs) 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 Professor Weaver, who will sit right in the middle there. This is for me, no? You were right there in the middle. (laughs) You are our expert today, so we want to make sure that you are right at the center of the stage, right? If you say so. (laughs) All right, so she has been a JMU faculty since the fall of 2018, after previous research appointments and doctoral studies at Cornell University, Argonne National Lab, and the University of Chicago, all right. So there you have it, it's a mystery science professor, a panel of comedians, all... It's going to be fun now. All right. All right. Well, thank you for coming. Uh, You know, sometimes I have trouble reading my script here, but I'll (laughs) do my best. Sometimes I have trouble reading. Okay. Um Before we start, we're gonna give Professor Weaver a chance to ask one question to our panel of comedians because they will ask you several questions after. So why don't you start? Ask any question you want for any of them.
3: Okay, Noah? Yes. Are you a mad scientist?
2: Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not always mad, (laughs) but I, I, I do get upset sometimes.
3: Well, it seems like you're wearing a lab coat. Was that Uh,
2: intentional? um, I left my girlfriend's house this morning, and it was really cold, and I grabbed this. But when I put it on later, I was like, I'm definitely going to wear this tonight, because it looks like a lab coat.
3: All right. I I can see your intention.
2: And the NASA hat.
3: And the NASA hat I didn't even notice. Maybe I'm having trouble reading, too. Uh,
2: The girl at PacSun told me me that NASA is super in this year.
1: (laughs) Who
3: knew? This year and every year. (laughs)
1: Ask the budget about that
2: one.
3: Ooh, ooh. Ooh. <laughs>
2: That's the kind of thing I get mad about. <laughs>
3: <laughs> OK, and so your name, I'm sorry. Caroline. Caroline, I, was, I always ask. Um, I was thinking Caroline. Close, but not exactly. So Caroline, um, I was once considering uh, uh, going to, into the theater. So what is your favorite thing about being a theater major?
4: Um, my favorite thing about being a theater major is that all of my classes are very physical and I'm up and moving. So it's really hard to fall asleep in class because I'm always acting and on my feet. So Can I really you give like... me a
3: demonstration of the things that you do in class?
4: Is that I what can... we're doing tonight? Oh, maybe, I don't know, okay. <laughs> well, okay, this is how we warm up a lot of classes. They'll say, this, they'll say, lay down. <laughs> and they'll say, close your eyes.
1: For those at home, she's doing just that.
4: I'm doing it right now, I'm laying down and my eyes are closed. And then they'll say, forget about all your stress on the outside, leave it all at the door. And focus <laughs> on your breathing. Now. Your spirit is rising out of your body, (laughs) and you can look down at your body, hi, body, (laughs) and go on an adventure into the mountains. (laughs) That's how we start a lot of our classes. (laughs) Let's give it a hand to
0: Caroline. (laughs) Beautiful.
3: So I see a lot of my students out here tonight. So how would you like it if I started classes like that?
0: Why not? (laughs) Thumbs
3: up. Okay. So now, from now on, deep breathing and relaxation at the beginning of every lecture. (laughs) Awesome. Okay. And Ethan? Ethan. Ethan. Okay. Um, So I was wondering, um, I have not been to a movie in the theater for... Okay, I honestly can't remember. Oh, I went to see The Incredibles 2. Um, oh, I see from your face. Um, he actually I has th-
2: such strong feelings about that movie. Yeah.
3: You have
4: strong feelings I about The Incredibles 2? I have strong
1: feelings about The Incredibles 2.
4: Stronger than Mr. Incredible himself. Mm-hmm. We've all heard about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, would
3: you care to share your strong feelings about The Incredibles 2? Oh,
1: man. We're, <laughs> I mean, uh, t- is the whole show going to be about this? I, It's... <laughs> It's worse than the first one by a lot. The only way you can justify the plot of this movie is for every character to be as stupid as possible the entire time. It completely undermined all of the character arcs from the first movie. Just a bad sequel. Someone's laughing, and I so appreciate it. This isn't a joke. This isn't comedy. I'm not hamming this up. I'm, I'm hamming it down. I have stronger feelings than I'm showing right now. So...
3: Thing. Well, but what about what about the physics? Do you think that the physics is accurate
1: in the movie? In the movie? Ooh, I'm gonna say probably not. Um, <laughs> they're like superheroes, <laughs> so maybe you know. It looked great. It looked good.
3: It looked great. I'm sure 100% of the science was real and accurate despite your uh, really like zero star review.
1: How do you, as a scientist, make a baby turn into a purple goblin and then <laughs> catch on fire?
3: You feed him lots and lots of grape jelly ranchers.
1: Okay, fair <laughs> enough.
2: That's, that's right. true. We're actually studying that in ISAT right now.
1: Oh, OK. I-,
3: I promise, I've definitely seen a baby turn purple into a tiny little purple monster.
1: I am in the wrong. On major, that sounds fun. I should do that.
0: Um, well, all right. I'm sure this so, is <laughs> well, so now let's jump onto our first game, and now we're gonna reverse the roles here, right? So you guys have to ask questions to Dr. Weaver. She's only allowed to answer yes or no. You have to figure out what she does for a living. What she does when she is in her office or lab, other than being a professor. <laughs> just making sure. Wait,
1: I think Noah yes. just cracked this. You Did you? That. <laughs> is that the question? You, you win.
0: <laughs> All right. So yes or no questions. Take it away.
2: Um, is what you interact with most smaller than a bread box?
3: Ooh, what I interact with most. As, ter- as
2: in terms of like tools. Lower like that's a vague term, but um.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I would say say around the size of a bread box.
0: Alright. Half um, a point. But it's not a yes or no answer.
4: Oh. Okay. I'm I'm oh. seeing it's just yes or no. Yes. That is correct. Okay. I'm seeing well, I'm already failing. So <laughs> a lot of no problem, beakers on your scarf. Beakers. Beakers and other containers it's a that neutron. you can. Neutron, I've
1: seen Jimmy neutron. Yes,
4: and neutrons. Atoms, yes, those. Um, does that have anything to do with what you study? Yes.
1: Yes.
4: One point.
0: One point for you, have for
1: Noah. Uh, do you study things that are alive?
3: No. Zero.
0: <laughs> you got one clap? Could what you
2: study uh, be used by the U.S. military to hurt people?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yes or no? I am afraid I don't know if I can answer that question because I do not know enough about what the U.S. military can or cannot do.
0: If you would take a guess.
3: I believe the answer is no. No.
1: It they is. would have to find a way. That's like 0. 0.7 points yeah. or something. I mean, that was not a yes. <laughs> oh wait, no. That's, that's, that's
3: straight up no. That's a zero. That's a, no. that's that's a zero. That's a, no. that's
4: a no. I think it's a no. <laughs> um, does what you do have, could it, could it help heal people in any way?
3: <laughs> is the planet a person? <laughs> <laughs> Mother
4: nature, heck yeah. <laughs> then yes. <laughs> All right.
1: Oh man. Okay. Who? Uh, that's tough though, because you said it wasn't alive things. Uh, you try to help rocks.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um. So I. Yes or no. Yeah. <laughs> n- no. Ah! <laughs> Are
2: you trying to? Change uh, the concentration of something.
4: <laughs>
2: yes.
4: Do you talk a lot about carbon? Talk? Yeah, in, in, in your conversations with other people. Scientists s- all talk about carbon. <laughs> all right. Would you say it's a hot topic for you?
1: Caroline is just trying to get easy car- points car- right now. Carbon
4: <laughs> is, yes.
1: Yes. Okay. Um, are you trying to help the atmosphere? Yes. Yes! I'm <laughs> on the board.
0: I'm All right. You to
1: that. It was the last thing left. I she didn't help a alive things, she didn't help rocks. <coughs> what was left?
0: So, do you think you guys could at least guess the field of uh, science that she's in? Mm, yeah. Go ahead, give it a try.
1: Aeronautics. No.
4: Environmental science? No.
1: Mwah, mwah. Um. Oh man. You can ask <laughs> una-
0: if you have no clue, ask another question that um. will lead you to at least the field of science. That Are changes. you
2: studying something that is much different now than it used to be? <laughs>
1: Lay up. different now. That question is a layup. That
3: is a very meta question, and yes.
1: (laughs) Wait. Are you studying something's growth and change?
2: (laughs) But not growth, because it's alive. Yeah, not alive. No, no, no. Because the number is getting
1: bigger.
3: There are things that are growing and changing in my research, so yes.
1: Boom. (laughs)
0: Another point?
4: Do you do you pay attention <laughs> to, well, I mean, everyone does, but do you, does it, does what well, you do you have to do with the weather at all? No. Okay. Well, no. No? Okay.
1: Oh, is it me again? No. Oh, thank you. Thank goodness.
2: (laughs) Uh, Do you deal with any specific type of atom or
0: molecule? Yes. Uh, Which area of science is she from?
1: Uh, Should we just start shouting them out? I mean, uh, I'm going to say chemistry.
3: Yes, no. Yes,
1: Yes, no on chemistry. I mean, how many points is that uh, worth?
3: One, one... (laughs) Half yes plus one half no.
2: Oh, okay. Oh. So you are you an
4: organic chemist? No. Material. Material
1: chemist?
4: So close. Seventy-five percent. He told me to say that. I really don't know what that is.
1: <laughs> that doesn't matter. Those are your points, Caroline. You don't have to share them.
4: You're right. I'm keeping it to <laughs> my Now
3: mind. we're at like three quarters, yes, plus one quarter no.
2: Do you do anything with graphene?
3: Yes. Ooh.
0: Okay. <laughs>
2: But
1: um, do, uh, do you do anything with saline?
3: <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> nice. okay. I rock. And not he just does. because that rhymes.
1: Yeah, I just figured I'd throw in another Een.
4: Uh, <laughs> we should get him up I here. was going to say, we need he another
1: microphone.
0: more than I do. <laughs> so she's not a chemist, right?
1: No. Kind of. Well, she's, of half really. she's half a chemist. She's
0: I mean, so half a chemist. She's point five points Half
1: chemist,
4: half superhero. Seventy-five
2: percent of a material chemist. Material. What's fifty
1: percent plus seventy-five percent? One hundred and twenty-five percent. She's one hundred and twenty. hundred
4: percent right by now. All right. <laughs> um, are you
2: s- trying to make clothes out of graphene? <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> are you trying to make? Better air out of graphene. <laughs> That's more perplexing than I thought it would be. Uh, <laughs> look at her face. Y-
3: perhaps.
1: <laughs> so is that like a that point eight?
2: Maybe like. Yeah, <laughs> perhaps it's like half. Yes. Maybe half no. down the road. Graphene has <laughs> a lot uh, of uses. Yeah. I don't
0: know exactly. What graphene is.
3: There you go, Noah. Graphene has a lot of uses.
0: All right. So. Um,
3: can, ga-
4: can graphene be a source of energy? It can be used in sources of energy.
3: Are you studying the conductivity of graphene? The conductivity of graphene is something I have uh, studied before.
0: (laughs) That's a yes, by the way. (laughs) Uh,
2: (laughs) So Uh, not a chemist?
1: No. a chemist.
0: not officially a chemist. I am only
3: part of a chemist.
0: That's right. There is another big, important, amazing field in science that she is actually mom? embracing here. <laughs> am I
3: a mom? I Yes, I am a mom. <laughs> are you a? Are you a <laughs> that's physicist? Mom. That's important in mom? science. Thank <laughs> you. I am a physicist mom. Yeah, 100. Yeah. Uh, that's why she <laughs> asked about the mom. physics. There we go. Of incredible. Um,
1: Oh, oh, oh yes. that was called foreshadowing. It now it's the Something English Something the Incredibles
4: portion. did not do. And oh, Everything we'll makes sense now, doesn't it?
1: Yes, yes. All right, so yes. I
0: think that this is the right time for our expert now to give us the elevator speech. Do you know what that is? Imagine that you are meeting a really rich person on the elevator, mm. and you have the elevator ride, to convince that person to give you money for your research. Go ahead and tell us, Dr. Weaver,
3: okay. what would you say? So, my research lies at the interface between material science, chemistry, and physics, and also at the interface between a solid and a liquid, because I'm interested in chemical and physical processes that happen at the interface between a solid and a liquid in renewable energy technology. So I want to understand how the liquid and the solid, how they interact with each other, impact the performance and efficiency of batteries and fuel cells and catalysis, um, which is how we get our energy, and ways in which we can get our energy that will uh, not use carbon that comes from the ground, but could potentially reduce the amount of carbon that's in the atmosphere. So now you're seeing how it all comes together.
1: Oh yes, but how profitable would it be?
3: Have you heard of Elon Musk?
1: Oh yes, <laughs> we play billiards all the time.
3: So, it turns out that um battery technology is a huge um possibility for profits and it uh, while I would say the profit the planet would profit significantly as would, you know, our lungs and our ability to drink clean water, all these things are But
1: how would my wallet look?
3: Um <laughs> Hopefully it would look like it's made out of sustainable materials.
2: (laughs) You could get a wallet made out of graphene. It'd be really expensive. I don't know if
1: I want to invest in this. It doesn't sound like I'm going to make a lot of money. Oh, you you would. Okay, cool. He's my uh, rich advisor.
3: So I would suggest getting in now on the ground floor of these renewable energy investments because if you look at the trend lines, carbon is on the way out when it comes from the ground, and what is on the way in is renewable energy technology. Mm. And you can see that at some point there's gonna be a crossing point where where renewable energy technology will be more cost-effective and more profit-generating than things like coal.
2: Oh, yeah, Fraunhofer Institute just hit uh, with Alta a uh, solar PV panel that hits 30% efficiency It's as of, like, last month.
3: It is pretty amazing. Um, so PV is really exciting. There is not as much solid liquid interface as I would like in photovoltaic, but...
2: So you're super focused on, like, batteries and...
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yes, I'm a little more focused on what happens in batteries. Inside
2: and- of them, like, in
1: terms of what... You're using so Caroline and I lights. have no idea what Lippin. they're talking about. <laughs>
4: anyway, anyway, that, <laughs> text, that purple baby thing could never happen, ever.
3: I, am right? telling you, I have, I have witnessed in front of me a small infant turning purple.
1: Where could they breathe? Is he Did right? you save them? Hey,
3: Adrian, raise your hand. <laughs> Are you okay? You
1: all right, bud. <laughs>
3: Turns turns out that some babies scream so much that they turn purple and then they pass out. But they're just fine because their nervous systems recover. And then once they're passed out, they breathe again.
2: Mm. Do you think Mm. the earth could ever do that? (laughs) Maybe pass out, but then recover?
3: (laughs) I deeply, deeply hope so.
0: So uh, what about this uh, solid-liquid interface? What is so special about it?
3: So what is so special about the solid-liquid interface? So what I find the most exciting about it, and you know, this is up for debate, um, but my personal fascination with it is because it's sort of a playground for all the fundamental physical effects that I study. And so if you think about a solid-liquid interface, you have liquid molecules there. And if you know anything about liquid molecules, they don't just sit in one place, they move around. And so we have to sample all the different ways that the liquid molecules can move around and structure next to the interface. And that's the field of statistical mechanics. But I just mentioned to you that we want to do things like use batteries. And we all know that batteries have voltage. And so if we have a potential at this interface, that is charges, currents, that's electrostatics that's another sort of fundamental branch of physics and finally, if we want to have chemical reactions at this surface, then we need to oh I'm okay uh, then we need to be able to um, we need to be able to predict how the electrons are going to transfer and the way that the electrons transfer from a material to a molecule is sort of the purview of quantum mechanics and so I've just brought all the really exciting physics that we study in the first year um, together, or in the first uh, sort of uh, year of physics together, and uh, we're studying the solid-liquid interface because it's so exciting. So let's move on to Mm -hmm. the next game.
0: (laughs) Yay! The next game is, what does the media say?
1: Oh, I love this one.
0: And the game is, we have uh, here a few headlines we have taken some words out of the headlines and you are supposed to guess which word is missing, all right? And when the word show up shows up, I will say blank. Okay. Fair
1: enough? Fair enough. All right, Fair number
0: enough. one, get ready for it. Starts with a blank. Blank on both solids and liquid are both solids and liquid according to science. Blank are both solid and liquid according to science.
1: Oh, solid and liquid blank are both solid and liquid. Well, anything can be a solid and a liquid so if you uh just heat believe. It up, if you heat it up or cool it down is, is
2: your answer anything? No, because I
1: feel like if it were anything, it would have included gases um hmm, what's a solid and a liquid uh, <laughs> I don't want to start. Somebody else go. I want someone Popsicles. else to
0: mess up. Popsicles is not the right answer. But it would
4: work.
1: <laughs> I've never seen a popsicle uh, be a gas. He
4: didn't say gas. Jello
0: is both a solid and a liquid. Jello is not the correct answer, unfortunately.
1: <laughs> Something that is just viscous enough not to be a liquid, but is not not viscous enough do you want that's me to definitely give the, the headline. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a lot of nodding and I was just thinking about honey.
0: <laughs> honey, it's Ooh. not the answer. Of okay, course. but vi-
1: viscous, viscosity, uh, viscous, viscous. Uh, uh, mayonnaise. Mm.
0: That's actually a good guess, and I could start talking about mayonnaise here because I'm a material scientist also, but that's not the right answer.
1: Darn.
4: Could you repeat the title?
0: Blank are both solid and liquid according to science.
4: So it's a plural.
1: Ooh, yeah, because it says R. It says R. It It says R, R, a good English context. I'm not
4: saying this is it, but it would say, like, people are solid and liquid.
1: Right. Children are
2: both solids and liquids. Babies. (laughs) are both. Jack, Jack.
4: Jack, Jack is both solid and liquid frequently. (laughs) Are both. Are. No, that doesn't work.
0: Okay. So uh, I've been instructed here, I got here on on the earpiece here. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm gonna read a section of the actual article and see if that helps you. It says this, a blank is the same word of the uh, headline. In a small box will leave a fluid filling filling up all the space. Behave like a fluid filling up all the space. A blank in a small box will behave like a fluid filling up all the space.
1: A battery.
0: Okay, time is going really fast. Do you know what is the word? Uh, I do. Tell us which word is that. Read the, next one. The next thing. Read the next. Okay, so the next one says here's another piece okay. from the from the article. It says, okay. but a blank in a bathtub full of water will try to minimize its contact with it and behave very much like a solid. A bubble? No.
1: <laughs> Does everyone in the audience know and they're like laughing at us? No. I'm seeing Someone lots of shaking heads. Okay. Charades,
4: guys. They can't see it in the podcast.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> yes, our expert. So,
3: would you believe me if I told you the answer is cats?
1: No. Oh, I've
3: seen that. <laughs>
1: Wait, no, it's not cats.
3: It. The ones, absolutely. Have you ever noticed that if you put a cat in a box, it like takes up all the space, it will get into a box, and it will expand so that the cat is taking up the whole box. But also, if you put a cat in a bathtub, just like a nanoparticle, when you put it in solution, Just like a it nanoparticle. Will, like, shrink to its smallest surface area form in order to avoid contact with the liquid and minimize the surface so area. So Schrodinger's this is on your cat, test cat guys. is
1: in a box and it and is currently liquid. a liquid.
3: You it's dead it. and alive Yay. and a solid and, liquid. and a liquid. All right. And so actually, that's something that I really like. You all have heard of Schrodinger's cat. Mm-hmm. So this is this cat and it's quantum mechanical. Yes. So you put Schrodinger's cat in a box and it's, and a, you liquid. And it's a liquid. Um, or you put Schrodinger's cat in some liquid and we have a Quantum mechanical system in liquid, which mm-hmm. is what I study. There you go. Solids, liquids, and quantum mechanics. Who
2: would have thought? Huh? She studies a cat. So we were close with baby.
3: <laughs> we were. We could have been a baby Cats cat.
1: Have you ever seen a purple cat? <laughs> wow,
3: no.
0: I have watched Alice in Wonderland. Ooh,
3: good
1: answer.
0: <laughs> Third uh, headline. Are we ready? Yes. yes. All right. So this one, the blank is in the middle, right? Okay. So, okay. IBM's new blank doesn't just take orders; it can argue back. Robot.
4: Nope.
1: Artificial intelligence.
4: No. It's just one blank. Uh. <laughs> computer. <laughs> what is that? Computer. Uh. Very close.
0: Is it, is it
1: Deep Blue? It's
0: not just a computer. It's a
1: NETWORK.
0: Yeah. What if
3: Jack-Jack were a computer?
1: SUPER COMPUTER. computer. Yeah. yeah! But if every computer was super, no computers, computers would be super.
2: And so- you ever seen a purple computer?
1: <laughs> Have you ever seen a computer on fire? <laughs>
2: We talked about this earlier.
3: We watch videos of that on the internet. You're watching videos of raccoons. I'm watching videos of computers on fire, on fire. because their
0: batteries blow up.
1: Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, when your two friends are having a fight. Yeah.
0: So computers doesn't just take orders anymore. It can argue back. Right? To That's top.
1: terrifying. I don't like that. No, I know. So I mean, I love that, Robot Overlords, it's awesome. It's a dystopian so
0: future. It turns
3: out that this is sort of the, the purview of artificial intelligence and machine learning, the idea that if you allow computers to train on data sets, then they will actually be able to, uh, to create new knowledge from that data. And that's actually a really big um, idea in material science as well, because we have lots of different materials that we know exist. And so if we're able to train computers on large sets of materials data, then perhaps they could help us predict how to synthesize new materials and also perhaps predict whether or not those materials would have properties which would make them useful in batteries and other technology.
1: But at what cost? You know, are we just training Skynet now? I (laughs) I,
3: I mean, I do sort of wonder sometimes if I'm not training a computer to replace me in the future. But, you know, in the meantime, We'll at least be able to have water to drink.
2: You ever wonder what happens when 3D printers start printing 3D printers, and then they realize they don't need us anymore?
3: No.
0: <laughs> That's a scary
3: thought. keeps right me there. up at night.
0: <laughs> All right, so this was the uh, headlines. So let's go to the uh, jargon and acronym name, shall we? All right. Yes.
1: <laughs> this is a particularly bleak oh, episode gosh. of Demystifying the Expert. <laughs> yes. We're killing it.
0: <laughs> no,
3: computers will save the world, not take it over. All right. Not in our lifetime. We
1: thought Anakin was gonna save the world and then <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with the movie references. Dude, that was your last one.
2: There's
0: still what, like four more? You never know what's gonna happen. We never. Okay, so this is not an acronym, but you have to say what it is, okay? It's It's like a jargon in the field. Okay. Am I right in saying that? It is
3: jargon in the field, yes.
0: There you go. So it's opium slash pot, P-O-T.
1: Opium (laughs) slash pot. So
3: we're talking
2: like a lot of letters, okay. (laughs) What would that be? Let's tackle
1: the
4: three-letter one first. Let's go with pot first. So they're actually... So they're not acronym. Yeah, it's not though. an acronym. Oh. You have oh. to say what does it do?
0: What what is this thing? They use it on the field that she does research. What it is that? Pot. When the they talk about opium, opium and, and pot, pot, what are they talking about?
1: Are you really trying
2: to excite <laughs> these electrons? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think they're trying to do just the opposite. I think they're trying to chill them out. Um, opium slash pot. All right. This is something that the
3: scientists do, or <laughs> the scientists do
2: to other things.
3: I mean, there were there were times when I spent a week in grad school and I was just using opium every day. We got it.
1: <laughs> in high school, they warned me about people <laughs> like you. <laughs> um. Hmm, so we were using opium and pot. <laughs> For the water, uh, inter- the solid water interface, we wanted to, so uh, so we're guessing what this does?
4: Making like, yeah, how it's used, okay.
0: She sure, was using the all the time, what is this?
1: You take the opium, you so put is it.
2: So is this a thing I can hold in my hand? You in the water, then you shake it. Or is it like a method? Ooh, getting closer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, There's
1: always a method. <laughs> <laughs> method. Opium and pot method.
2: <laughs> I know there's a te- We might just forget everything for the test if we do that. Yeah.
1: Um, hmm. So, when the water has too many electrons
3: <laughs> and
1: there's electrons. Ooh, actually,
3: that's really close. Does no, have it's something not. To do with, things, <laughs> is it no, really? No, it really is. The water's when got too are, many electrons. It's a way of making.
2: Things more dense?
4: Does it turn things negative, positive, and make them like unattract maybe a little?
3: That's getting closer. So, you know, you're saying that opium and pot can make nuclei have uh, different charges,
4: maybe? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Mm -hmm.
3: (laughs) Does it have something to do with ions? It does have something to do with ions. Bonds. And a little bit to do with bonds, you know, <laughs> ionic and covalent,
1: mostly ionic, I would imagine.
3: Well, there are so. For in- dose, indeed. <laughs> when you when you use opium, you need to make sure that the atoms can form bonds. After. See,
1: now I'm not sure what we're talking about again.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I've been lost for a minute All right, so Go ahead. Am I yeah, allowed to tell ahead, you? Please. Okay. So
0: Clarify.
3: So, all right. Think about a really a metal atom that's pretty far down on the periodic table.
1: Iron. It has, no. That gets, uh, iron
3: is not that far down yeah, on the periodic I didn't table. I think it was. Think about maybe platinum, for example. some,
2: some palladium.
3: Palladium, palladium, <laughs> um, Many, uh, so, so some atoms have many, many electrons. And it's not possible to model all of those electrons. But as you may know from chemistry, if you have um, a filled shell, so you know, kind of like a you know, happy set of electrons that don't interact very much with the other electrons, then you can consider that to be the core of an atom. And so those electrons don't form bonds. They stick to themselves, and they do the same, pretty much the same thing that they would do if they were just an atom sitting all by itself. And so we represent the cores of atoms in this theory, density functional theory, using something called a pseudopotential, which gets rid of all those extra electrons that we don't need, that aren't chemically active, and models those... Um, and I have to use a, c- a code to generate this pseudo potential to do any calculation of any material. And it turns out scientists who created these codes decided POT for potet- stood for potential, and so they created a code called POT. Okay, okay, okay. And then some scientists thought it was really clever that when they developed a better code, that would compute these pseudopotentials much more uh, rapidly and more accurately, that they would call it opium, Obium. the optimized pseudopotential generating code.
1: Wait, okay, break down. Wait.
3: Yeah, so I know. So with, they
1: were just being not, cheeky.
3: They yeah. were being very cheeky. <laughs> but. It is true that when I was working on a new project, when I need to develop a pseudopotential for a new material, I would have to spend a week or so using the opium code to generate new pseudopotentials for my project.
1: I have such an important question, real quick. Yes, If sir. you were to develop a better system, <laughs> what would you name it?
3: <laughs> I don't have sufficient experience to tell you which... Drugs would be better than opium. (laughs) And
1: that's That's how you keep your job, ladies and gentlemen, when you work on the college campus.
4: So pot equals potential? Pot is... The potential, yes. So that would be like a really niche bumper sticker in Colorado for scientists. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) I mean, it would be...
2: Just a a bumper sticker that says, I love opium (laughs) slash (laughs) pot. Have fun explaining that when you get
3: pulled over. Yeah, exactly. That would be a really good way of getting pulled over like every two miles.
2: (laughs) I don't know which explanation would be worse to give to a cop. (laughs) The real one or the one that he (laughs) thinks
1: it is. Just play him this part of this podcast.
0: Fantastic. So let's move on to the next game. And the next game, we're going to have a chance to get to know a little bit more of the personal life of our expert. It's called Two Truths and a Lie. (laughs) Yeah. And now what our panel of comedians uh, is going to do is to read uh, uh, a little piece of paper and figure out whether what they're reading is true or a lie.
2: As a graduate student, Dr. Weaver did a few unusual things. Just a few.
0: (laughs) She bought a house in in
2: in a small farm where she kept horses and managed uh, ridding school. I'm gonna guess it's riding Riding, school, but we'll keep that in mind. (laughs) Besides giving countless horseback riding lessons, she loved taking care of the riding ring, which is more all caps than footing on the ground, as well as, drum roll in italics, designing stables. Her most preferred clothing item includes breeches, which she says are the most comfortable thing to wear while
4: writing the dissertation. (laughs) Okay, how does one become a computational physicist, one might wonder. Take Professor Weaver as an example. One, work as a restaurant server for at least three years for 30 hours a week during school. Two, work as a cashier and get promoted as a shift leader and become responsible for a staff of six employees for some other few years. Three, drop, maybe by mistake, a spectrometer while in charge of transferring it from one lab to another and therefore get the hint that experimental physics might not be the way to go for your career, while in the meantime continuing to love the feeling of discovering things about how the world works.
1: Does a spectrometer measure ghosts? (laughs) What does that do?
2: In a way. way. Okay.
1: (laughs) Hey, Dr. Weaver attended college in her hometown. As a result, she knew a bunch of her professor's kids who had attended high school with her. Awkward. An even crazier twist, no, that's on the paper.
4: <laughs> you read it just like it's Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. An even crazier twist is that the daughter of Dr. Benner, the professor with whom Dr. Weaver published her first paper, was her babysitter back when Dr. Weaver was only two. Did that have anything to do, we'll ask after. <laughs> we gotta make sure it's true for
4: All right, what happened in yours again, Noah? Um, horses. Horses, lots of horses. 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 And then at the end, a little thing
2: about a dissertation.
4: That feels which like Which just kind of got
2: tossed in there.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, these are those test questions where it's like mostly right.
2: Breeches Breeches like,
4: is that those is pants? Those are pants, right?
1: Pants are the most comfortable thing to write. Like, the hold
4: your breeches. Right.
2: I'm. I'm gonna guess maybe. Maybe this is the lie. I think
4: that's the lie. Cause
2: I'm not. I'm a little confused on what girl. breeches are, but I don't think she's wearing breeches.
4: Those <laughs> are leggings, Noah. Those are leggings for the podcasters. I'm just, I'm just making sure. I'm but those guess. do look similar to riding boots. Oh.
1: Does mm. <laughs> that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Did I say that out loud? Yeah, I think mine sounds pretty real.
4: Yeah, I still think I'm gonna go with the horses one, is the lie.
1: I'm gonna say the horsies. Go ahead. You are correct. Ooh.
4: <laughs> I didn't. I did not. I did
3: not train, uh, train s- students to ride horses. I did, however, buy a house when I was in grad school. It was out in the middle of the country, and if I walked around my block, there were horses, there were cows, there was even some llamas. Um, and I really enjoyed living out in the country, which is why I'm here in beautiful
0: Harrisonburg.
3: <laughs>
1: um.
0: Well. All right. Sweet. So, <laughs> um, any other questions about the things you read? <laughs> um, oh. Uh, what was on yours, Caroline?
1: How awkward was it?
3: <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty awkward. <laughs> I admittedly, it is, it is really interesting to apply for a research job where you, know, you send in your resume and you have no idea. And the person comes in and says, oh, I think that my daughter babysat for you when you were little. That is not. Why do
1: they remember that? <laughs>
3: You know, I guess that parents want to know which families their kids babysit for, like some sort of risk management thing.
1: And then they remember it for 20-some years. <laughs>
3: That's what it takes to be a computational physicist. Well, let's
0: now move on to the last part of this show. That's the time when our comedians will uh, play the game of the fortune cookie. So yes.
4: let's go ahead and do that. <laughs> no, we have to oh, p- right, for, the right for the podcast. So basically what we're doing at this game is we are going to improvise the scene based off of what we've learned from this demystifying. And every once in a while, we will pull a piece of paper from this box. And we have not seen any of the words on any of the papers. And we will just have to say it and go along with it and make it work. Do I get to play along?
1: I'm okay with it.
4: If you'd like to. We've sure, never yeah, done you, that. You sure. No, this will be
1: to. a demystifying first.
3: Ooh. All right.
2: All right. Get I've, on up here. <laughs> It'll probably be very helpful for us, actually. Yeah. Honestly, yeah.
3: I, I mean, you you heard the uh, the truth. I did actually want to go into musical theater, and Should I was, in fact, Should we perform a in. musical? That's up to you. Um... But I, I did in, indeed in, indulge in some improv in my younger oh. days, so.
1: Ooh. Oh, OK. Ooh. Well. All right. Let's go. OK. All right.
2: Can we get a, um, can we get a. A suggestion?
4: a suggestion. A
2: suggestion of something you might find in a lab. Don't all say stuff at once. <laughs> graphene. 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 Gra- we'll take graphene.
4: Graphene.
1: Uh. Uh. Uh.
4: That is some beautiful graphene. How much does it weigh? Well, Professor.
1: That's me, your professor. And, uh, you know, this stuff, it doesn't matter how much it weighs, which is a lot. Don't touch that. Um, That's the future, right? Don't. No, that's the future right there. Let me tell you. First time I laid hands on one of those babies, I uh, I am thankful for the most important key in history was invented. It's not the key to your house, your car, your boat, your safety deposit box, your bike lock, or your private community. It's the key to order, sanity, and peace of mind. The key is delete. And that's why I think we don't need any of this anymore.
4: Okay. <laughs> we'll find We'll find something else to... Hey, hey, did you you guys start the lab yet?
1: I I forgot my safety glasses, but we should be fine. You have to have your safety glasses in my class. No horseplay. It says it right there on the wall, okay? No horseplay. Okay, I could read if I had my glasses. Oh, my goodness.
4: Just borrow mine for a second. Do you see what he says right there? Oh,
2: yes, now I see it for sure.
4: Wait, let me see.
1: Do you like that comical picture of the horses playing? I do, I do.
2: In fact, I always wondered... Um, why that poster says never trust a computer you can't throw out the window.
4: (gasps) Guys, 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 look. Is that the new girl? Oh. So.
3: I've just heard you talking about violence towards computers and I don't appreciate that.
4: (laughs) Whoa, whoa, I, I, I didn't mean it by that. When I said violence towards computers, I really meant I had been told that the training procedure with cats was difficult. It's not... It's not. <laughs> Mine had me trained in two days. I told My her that. My cat trained me.
2: Cat being
1: computer-aided technology. Yes. yes, and also a liquid. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. learn fun stuff in this class. Fun
2: fact, uh, computers can be both solids and liquids in this
3: class. And they
1: can always catch on fire, yeah. I was actually just <laughs> reading this new- uh, More article.
3: violence towards computers. What is with you all? Well, I mean, they're doing it to themselves. They're fighting. You cannot
1: live with a paw in each world. That's why we light the cats on fire. That's why we light the computers on fire.
3: But a cat c- can be a superposition of states because it's quantum mechanical.
1: Right. And if the cat could truly be a liquid, couldn't light it on fire, could we? New I'm girl. a cool science teacher. <laughs> <laughs> no,
4: girl, riddle me this. Now, water is the most perfect traveler because when it travels, it becomes the path itself. But
2: we get it, Margaret.
4: I'm not to the question yet, Jimmy. Water's the most perfect traveler. Um, but what about solids? Because they can go on planes. They always stop me when my bottles are full.
1: Mm. They so could travel. They can travel. For
4: miles.
1: A plus.
3: So what you're saying is that you can't bring cats on the plane because they're
1: liquid. Well, you can't b- bring cats on the plane, because United Airways.
4: <laughs> <laughs> my cat suffocated. This is a s- touchy subject for yeah,
1: me. Yeah, Margaret has a cat, huh?
2: I knew I, like, skipped, Did. like, three Do classes. Do you still not, not have like your I, glasses? No, I, you know,
1: I'll go see if I can find okay, any. Okay, thank you. Gosh, you know, being a teacher is so Classic hard. Classic Jimmy. My, I was talking to one of my students, and my daughter babysat her. It was weird. It was you. <laughs> um...
4: Oh, my God, Penny. You know
1: what I always told my, uh, my daughter while she was babysitting you? I said, man is a slow, sloppy, and brilliant thinker. Computers are fast, accurate, and stupid. And,
4: you know, she used to reiterate that to me, and it really, like, made me sad as I, just, I was never sure
1: she understood it. What exactly did she say to you? Okay,
4: well, she, she kind of shortened it a little, and she said, you can't trust water. Even a straight stick turns crooked in it.
1: Mmm. Yeah, that is not the spark. And notes so of that. I yeah. just stopped
4: drinking water, refused to. My parents would not stop letting me have chocolate milk, I told them. I told them I could never drink water again or else I would die. Is that because the water had GMOs in it?
2: <laughs> so I couldn't find any glasses. Ugh. However, computers are like Old Testament gods. Lots of rules and no mercy. Kinda like you. Hmm. So well, maybe
4: postpone the test until Thursday? I
1: just said you got an A+. Plus. <laughs> Thanks the for having my test. back. You're my best student. My daughter raised you well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Mom there's so around. much
2: nepotism in science. I'm just You know who the it. nepotism is for? People who bring their glasses! Okay. <laughs> You know what? All the other professors have a, a, a pile full of glasses and I can just give them my Jack card. Well, I I'm... think you're the unprepared one. In fact, I think that it's life. I think to watch the water, a man can learn so many things.
4: Yeah, that was deep. Anyway, new girl. Uh, what's your name? Let me read your name tag. Cats are connoisseurs, seers of comfort. That's a weird name. Okay, well, cat. I'll call you cat. Um, Close enough. Could mm. you help me with question one? I just can't even understand what the first sentence says. Could you read that to me? To err is human, and to blame it on a computer
3: is even more so. You
4: see, very complex words Um, there. I do not fear
2: computers. I fear the lack of them. Ooh.
4: Wow. Okay.
2: Well,
1: uh, well that's uh that's actually going to get you an F cuz we break and burn computers in this class. It's like you didn't even read the syllabus. Did you forget <laughs> your glasses? On syllabus day 2. Yeah. Can
3: I forget the draw period and end up in the class about violence towards computers. What am I even doing here?
1: Well, this is computer violence 101. So but uh, no, listen, I, I, I have just the thing. I know there's a proverb which says to err is human, but a human error is nothing wait, I'm sorry.
2: Professor, I, can you read <laughs> I, I maybe can you it's, need your is, glasses? This is biblical,
1: okay? No, it's different. This is a different proverb. I know there's a proverb which says, to err is human, but a human error is nothing to what a computer can do if it tries. And that's why we gotta break them.
4: On contrary to that, Our founding fathers all once said, the best computer is a man, and it's the only one that can be mass produced by unskilled labor. Yeah,
1: see the founding fathers said the best computer. They knew what was up, Well, they said the best computer is a man, and we don't subscribe to that, okay? Title IX in this classroom, right? So just toss that one out and study for your test. I thought I liked you. Professor? Yeah.
2: I was just trying to sign on to the computer, and um, it's just blinking and saying, human nature is like water. It takes the shape of its container.
1: What is that? Human nature is a cat. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, oh. I no, remember that from you've last seen week's Instagram, yeah. Professor,
3: listen to me. Yeah. I, I understand that you feel deeply and uh, have a hatred of computers that mm. I fully do not understand. Yeah. But well, I wanted to let you know that high and fine computations are like wine. And mine is only water. But everybody likes water, except for her. Evidently. This is also a <laughs>
1: theology class. Um, yeah, well I, I that's here, another me, thing I really line with. What water do I need goggles childhood. for here? Yeah. Is well, it for the exploding computers? Yeah, we don't want any shrapnel getting in those pearly little peepers of yours. <laughs> All right. Professor. Oh stop. <laughs> hey, uh, I keep looking for one more teacher, only to find that fish learn from the water and birds learn from the sky. I I didn't find another teacher though.
2: Are you saying I'm
1: bird brained? I'm saying I I think it's weird there's no other faculty. (laughs) Oh my goodness.
2: Wait. It's spring break.
4: Well, you know what they say on spring break. I said (laughs) that. An overindulgence of anything, even something as pure as water, I told you guys, can intoxicate. This is what I've been saying the whole time. Stop drinking water, everybody.
1: Mm, my daughter taught you. Mm-hmm. She's a veterinarian now.
4: Wow, yeah. I, I'm really interested in that field. Yeah. I should talk to her.
1: Well, I can tell you what she always says about it. Uh, I am what I am. I would tell you what you want to know if I could, for you have been kind to me. But I am a cat, and no cat anywhere ever gave anyone a straight answer. Is that yeah. why she wanted to be a vet? Well, she, yeah. She, it's like how people are doctors for other people. Right. I birthed a cat who was a liquid. But then a, a solid. solid. <laughs> but then a solid. It depends. Solid during bath time, liquid when she slept.
4: And she took care of me.
1: A cat. And that's why you're my favorite student.
2: You know... I feel like this nepotism is a little much. And maybe a computer once beat me at chess, but Mm. it was no match
1: for kickboxing. That's an A plus. That's an A plus. Yes, that's creative.
3: I will say, as anyone who has been around a cat for any length of time well knows, cats have enormous patience with the limitations of humankind. Yeah, you should have Mm. more
1: patience. Well, my daughter was a cat.
2: (laughs) That explains why you're covered in hair. (laughs) And Uh. a
1: cat. No, nothing's coming up. I think Uh I'm just a hairy professor. Uh Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, professor.
1: That was a fun experiment, though.
2: Cats are inquisitive, but hate to admit it, <laughs> oh. Okay,
4: now that we've let the cat out of the bag, I would just like to say we are not always inquisitive, because mm-hmm. cats can also work out mathematically the exact place to sit that will cause the most inconvenience. I don't think about it, I not do. <laughs>
1: I said no horseplay, young man. (laughs) I had no intention to do this, but you forced my hand. Empty your mind, be formless, shapeless like water. Be water, my friend. Okay, okay,
2: Fine, you can lead a horse to water.
1: Be water.
2: But you can't make him participate in synchronized diving, or for that matter, Calculate a local density approximation. <laughs> but fine, if it'll get me an A, I'll lay down.
1: Yes, now, yes, let me construct a box around you, I just my need kitten. To, I just
2: need to relax. Now focus on your breathing.
4: <laughs> Imagine the you're
2: electron. F- you're floating out of your body. Are you calling me <laughs> dense?
4: <laughs> close, close your eyes and think real no, hard. No, only locally dense.
1: I've sealed the box. I'll start burying him now.
4: <laughs> keep, keep, keep thinking. The I, good my, news about computers. Should I keep my eyes closed? Yes.
2: Hey, it's getting harder to hear you guys.
4: The good news about computers is that they do what you tell them to do. The bad news is that they do what you tell them to do.
1: <laughs> Think about that.
4: Um...
2: Oh my god.
3: Ooh,
1: Am I...
2: Why is everything dark?
3: Computers.
2: Computers. Is this part of an experiment? Computers.
3: Are you guys trying
2: to calculate some field computers. or something? Come on, new girl. If I get a shock, I'm calling the dean.
1: Computers. Okay, computers.
2: okay, I swear I'll never forget my goggles ever again. Break
1: them. Computers. (laughs) Computers. Set them on (laughs) fire. Computers.
4: Oh, class is over. Yeah. Uh, I'll see you next week, professor. Yeah, have
1: a fun spring break, everybody. So uh, don't forget your goggles. Bye, Jimmy. (laughs) Guys.
0: So now... Let's finish the program, and uh, as we conclude, let's ask the
1: uh,
0: <laughs> comedians to tell us what Wait. they have learned.
3: Did a chair disappear? Is there.
1: Yeah. Oh. It's like a, we decided that it should upstage us.
0: The box was more important. There you go. So what have you learned from this amazing experience? Go ahead.
2: I learned that, uh, cats <laughs> Take are more than just fluffy animals. They're also great for sensational headlines.
0: Excellent.
4: I learned that even scientists like to make puns and know a lot about drugs.
1: Man, that was mine. Well,
4: not mine? You Duh. think of best one? Okay.
1: Okay. Uh, check this out. Uh, <laughs> I learned uh, what I learned today was that uh, God, something that's not a cat or a drug. Ooh. Yo, you got babies. The, in- the Incredibles too was if nothing else, physically somewhat accurate. (laughs) Rock and roll.
0: All right, let's uh, give it a hand for the comedians. Programs like this would not have been possible for the generous support of the physics and astronomy department the College of Science and Mathematics at JMU, and the uh, JMU, uh, Mr. Edward Rice, who was part of the uh, Madison Trust Fund. So uh, let's complete the program uh, tonight, and I hope to see you again March 28 when we'll have the next and last mystifying of the Expert of the season. Good night, everybody. Thanks. There's a mystery to untangle
1: Using comedy as our angle We'll reveal the quest of a special guest With a little jesting We'll be demystifying
0: the expert Using laughter as our guide Demystifying the expert Till our questions have been satisfied And the expert has been well demystified